HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. Hey, what's up? This is Jack Inslee, host of Full Service Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this show, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. and seizures today's show is going to be the heaviest show of all time how much how much heavier could it be dean none more heavier none more heavy that's right that's some our good friend uh dean rispler uh famous of the dictators new york city many 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 bands too many to mention we'll talk about that but also of cosmo demonic uh which plays what exactly well, I, I, I guess I guess we call we would call it um, blackened death, bl- blackened. I mean, blackened doom metal. I guess blackened doom metal is that like yeah. a blackened catfish? Is that like a? It's sort of. It's a little. It's a slightly <laughs> spicier. The genres of metal. The sub. Yes. We're gonna get there too because I'm thoroughly fucking confused. Mm. Okay, but also we have so our. So what's new? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I am easily confused. It's a miracle they, they even allow me on this radio station. Um, and also joining us. Um, Catherine Terman, who's been here before, our favorite super duper superstar heavy metal journalist, author of Woo! Louder Than Hell, Louder Than Hell, which is the oral history of heavy metal and by far the best book of its type. By far, by, by even far. though Cosmo Demonic is not in it, but we'll but change the that. Revi- okay. The, the, okay. Revi- the revised, of course, revised, updated edition okay. because heavy metal. Is always here, yes. you know. I mean, hip hop has evolved and it's changed, and it's sort of turned into pop music. And and you know, I don't even know what the fuck's going on in hip hop. I mean, I'm old. I think like the Chronic was like the last hip hop record I, <laughs> I, I, I bought. So what the fuck do I know? You know, yeah. I, you know, I, listen, I try to listen to you know Kanye, and it's like I don't really get it. I have to admit, um, he doesn't get you either. So no, that's okay. I don't know. I mean, actually, in, in, in its way, I, I admire the avant garde element of not yeah. knowing what's going to happen next with him because he's yeah. so clear. Out of his fucking mind. Yes. Um, but 
I'm uh, I'm just just not that hip. But heavy metal is always here. Yeah. It seems to be steady. You know, it hasn't really all changed that much. I mean, it's no. it's guitars and testosterone. Yeah, yes. you, you can't say ever evolving with most metal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe there's bands like Mastodon or some newer bands or Lamb of God. Hey, they switch from Cookie Monster vocals to clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's an evolution. But um, an evolution which, which uh, I'm. I'm, I back it, but you, 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 as you know, so oh, you many, do back evolution. So many, so many. You're not a metal creationist. No, not a creationist. But uh, um, we are Devo. But there's so many <laughs> fans who hate that. So many fans, like, I, I, I speak to friends of mine, like, oh, the, the guys in Mastodon sing clean now. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's, it's really awful. Well, they can and, go back to ACDC, and all will be the same. I so. saw ACDC last week in uh, Wrigley Field um, in Chicago, and it was, you know, like like the neoplatonic ideal of what a rock band should be. It's probably my eighth time seeing ACDC mm-hmm. over, over the years in various arenas. Actually, the odd thing is... This was the first show I ever saw at a stadium. I mean, I never went to JFK Stadium or Giant Stadium. And what a great stadium to see in uh, Wrigley Field. You know, awesome I thought, place. I thought uh, my brother lives in Chicago, which is one reason I decided to go, because we tried to go see um, Guns N' Roses in 1988 in Chicago, and it was the night they canceled because there was a riot in St. Louis the night before, and they were all, like, running from the police. So this was sort of to make up for the missed Guns N' Roses show. 30 years later, we decided to go see yeah, well, Did it work? Yeah, but you know what? I love Wrigley Field. I'm a big baseball fan, but there's nothing charming about Wrigley Field when there are 55,000 ACDC But when fans they play it. big balls, it has a new meaning. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and they change the scoreboard by hand. Did you get a hot dog? I, I, oh, the Wrigley dogs are good. They, you know what I like about Wrigley? With the Kosciuszko mustard. The, 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 the Kosciuszko mustard. mustard. The well, you got a brat. And I love in Wrigley, um, they have an onion dispenser, which always really impressed me. Like, you know. The way this, to your heart. There's, there's a big machine with a big crank that dispenses like raw onions gross, uh, gross. Heaven, gross. That's, 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 that's like that's, no, that's like, very metal that's like my, my anime like raw onion is if it was a person I'd punch it in the face really that doesn't yeah. sound very metal oh I would get into bed with it that doesn't sound very metal at all <laughs> especially if it was with garlic dude I, can I even, love I, garlic I can eat a raw onion like a fucking apple dude no, yes. I, I hate I, <laughs> high five yeah. 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 can't stand can't, can't stand raw onion I like cooked onion says, says Cosmo demonic yes <laughs> um, yeah. but you know ACDC was perfect and here's like that's where I draw the line I mean, to me, it's hard rock. There are times they're playing. ACDC, are they metal? That's the big question. And I'm telling you, while they're playing, I'm like, why can't the fucking Stones play like this? If the Stones played Midnight Rambler like this, you know, everything would be perfect. It was the the, greatest example of, I told my brother, for all times we spent together in Chicago over the last 25 years that he's lived there, this was by far the best blues band we've ever seen. Yeah, but better than the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> better than Blues Hammer. <laughs> I mean, it's just as flawless. I mean, who's even doing it anymore at stadium volume? Just, I mean, it's, it's Buddy Guy, it's BB King, it's all these things that that's, that's Angus, and he doesn't change his tone. The whole band doesn't change their tone throughout. You yeah. can hear everything they're doing. It's like so perfect, so transparent, so simple. The formula hasn't changed, and it, I mean, it just just you know, it just knocks your socks off. It's fucking great. But again, they've lost two key members or maybe you know one and a half maybe one's in jail I don't know where Phil Rudd is at the moment yeah. but uh, so that was not missed because it's all about Brian and Angus correct it's all about Brian as well it's about Malcolm right Mm. Okay, so they got. I mean, I know I feel I feel terrible for Malcolm, but listen, I would have been suffering dementia after like one ACDC tour, let alone you know the last eighty-seven. <laughs> They're not getting any younger. Um, the guy they got playing now, um, 
I can't tell you. The, I'm sorry. Okay. Perhaps I'm Susan a, will tell us. Because okay, I'm um, cause I'm a Susan Messino uh, is going to be calling in in a minute. She is the official ACDC biographer. Knows everything. I'm too much of a wrestling fan to believe anything. So but they say, oh yeah, it's our cousin. You know, Steve Young. We couldn't get Malcolm, so we got Steve. I'm, I'm always a little suspect, but he looks just like Malcolm and plays the guitar with you know with the missing pickup in it and and, and nails it. And they they were, I mean they were just fucking flawless. I mean, I, I don't know if flawless is good, but for ACDC it's good. I mean, I like my rock and roll flawed heavily, usually, whenever possible. But I appreciate and love ACDC and have seen them almost as much as any other band. So. Well, there aren't that many moving parts, you know, yeah. in, in ACDC, which is the point. They don't play particularly fast, yeah. you know. Um, shorts they, down, they, shorts they, up, they, get on, Brian. They, they drive it. The one improvement of this year's <laughs> tour is like, is like they're not doing the jack this year. Oh, yeah. so, she got the jack. So I didn't have to look at Angus's butt. For the first time in eight eight tours, yeah. but um, but yeah, are they heavy metal? No, no, no. Oh. Next question. <laughs> no. And neither is Motorhead. Motorhead's not in heavy metal either. Okay, another oh. another blues, another another. I agree, uh, but I was going to highly say, oh, ambitious. Another highly ambitious blues band. What's up with Lemmy? Have you talked to him? <sighs> yes, I did. Actually, okay. So here's I'll drop a whole bunch of names if you'd like. Drop. So I went to L.A. because I work with Alice Cooper, and he has this project called the Hollywood Vampires, which is a Pseudo super group with Johnny Depp and, and Joe Perry and all these people. So uh, I got to go to their rehearsal. Still dropping names. Um, it was awesome. I, no, missed... I, I love this. I've been following the Hollywood yes, Vampire yes. saga. It and... was, it's cool. They do some, I mean, they do great songs. It's Alice's dead drunk friends. It's like Nielsen, all his, his drinking buddies from, if you go to the Rainbow Bar and well, Grill they do, they in do, LA. They do Nielsen songs? They do. Uh, Jump into the fire. Root war, the best, the best, yes. the best. Right. And, and best. as everyone, as <laughs> every, everyone fire. who's Jump ever watched Goodfellas yeah, knows, yes. that's a song that you didn't know that is the best. Yeah, you've but ever exactly. Heard. The, the, and, ba- the bass solo on that's the best. Exa- oh, actually, and they had uh, who did they? Oh, they brought t- Tony Iommi. Uh, played. They had Tony Iommi, Perry Farrell. They had amazing, amazing guests for these songs. Uh, but anyway, so I had to step out of the Hollywood Vampires interview to do a phoner with Lemmy, the first one since he canceled those Austin gigs. If you watch that video, it's just heartbreaking. Because yeah. um, he's the hardest guy of all Yeah, time. Motorhead. I mean, walk, he, he, he walks out Iron with Man a cane. and it, He walks out with a cane and it's like, I wish I could go on for you. or something. It's just devastating. And his voice was so weak. I mean, he called me from tour. He's like, we're playing, we're playing Detroit tonight. I mean, he was, I, I'm not sure. It's, uh, I'm not sure what drives him. I tried to get that out of him, and he's just like, I don't want to disappoint the fans is kind of it. Yeah, my friends were just on the um, the motorboat. Yes. and my friend, what, my how, many umlauts, I, how many umlauts are in motorboat? A lot. <laughs> not enough. None more umlauts. <laughs> None more. Um, hey, before we go too far, we have on, on the phone our friend Susan Messino, who is the official ACDC biographer and the author of a recent book called the ACDC uh, FAQ. Susan, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Hello. Hey, nice to hear from you. I haven't Hi, seen Susan. you in a while. Hello. You, you were out at Wrigley Hi. Field too the night that I was there watching ACDC, but we missed missed each other among the among the fifty five thousand other fans. We did. I can't believe I walked. <laughs> I was rushing to my seat and I ra- ran by you and I turned around and I'm like, I think that was Mike Edison. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but I saw lots of pictures of you on Facebook uh, hanging out with Angus and the guys right after the show. So everything's still cop- copacetic uh, with, with you and the gang. They didn't, unlike other band biographers, they they didn't uh, have a problem. You guys are still pals. Oh yeah, yeah. We we go back thirty eight years, so <laughs> it's quite a history. Angus and I kind of grew up together in a way. Uh, so so, what do you think of the show? What do you think of this year's model? Having uh, watched them, you know, for a band that's I mean been playing for a very very long time, um, and they're still doing they're still doing Dynamite and Sin City and these you know Dirty Deeds. Do they still have the joy? Are they still into it? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I um, actually, I was talking to Angus about that, about how, you know, it, it, it's hard for him to go on without Malcolm, but Malcolm is so much still in spirit with them on stage, and uh, especially the way his uh, nephew Stevie, who's filling in for him or, you know, took his place in the band, Stevie plays so much like Malcolm, but um, they were actually shooting a DVD that night, too, and uh, they just, they love to play. I mean, I, I thought they were amazing, and I haven't seen them for five years, so I thought the Black Ice Tour was great, but I think they blew everybody away at Wrigley Field that night, for sure. Yeah, it, it was pretty much the, the, the perfect uh, rock concert, like I said. So, okay, I'm too, like I said, I'm too much of a rustling fan to trust anything. Is Stevie really their cousin, or is they just some guy they got that looks and sounds like Malcolm and they trained him? <laughs> no, he's definitely a nephew. He's their, he's their nephew. Susan, Susan, can I ask a question? Is, uh, is Stevie was Stevie in the bees? Um, I don't. No, no, he was. Um, gosh, I want to say Starfighters. Oh, okay, because wasn't wasn't the bees some of their some of their family too? Um, the, uh, their brother George was in the Easy Beats. I know that, but they, but there was another band uh, called the Bees. They had a, the a minor oh, a minor yeah. hit. They had a minor I hit called know. Get That's, Up, Get actually, Angry. I don't know that. I've never heard of that band. Dude, the Heritage Radio Station is like Metal Geek Central right now. You have no idea who's who's in here. Well, they sounded absolutely like like they always have. You know, um, I thought Brian's was in great voice, and Angus was just the greatest. Exhibition of blues guitar playing I've ever heard in my life, and you know, and the thing is with ACDC, every time I see, oh yeah, they're so good, we gotta go see them again, and then I'm surprised at how much better they are than I than I even remembered. You know what I find is interesting? I for the first time I I got to meet Angus and interview him uh, for the radio show, and I was just amazed. They're doing so much press; they're just kind of so out there for this for this record. And uh, the funnest part was everyone smokes uh, in the band, or <laughs> at least uh, Brian and Angus. So I got to go downstairs in the streets of New York and stand there with Brian and Angus while they smoked and not one person in the city looked at them. So I'm like, I'm here. I just felt like standing and pointing at them going, well, this is ACDC here. Maintains those dulcet tones. <laughs> he He's a dulcet-toned MRFer. You know, I, you know, the crazy thing is, I mean, they're really putting it out. He's obviously having a great time and they're doing stadiums. There aren't even any, any like smaller venues, meaning the Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden, intimate little 20,000-seat hockey rinks. They're playing the biggest possible venues across the country and selling them out. I don't think they've ever, like almost every band, especially Alice Cooper, who I work for, I mean, he went from Madison Square Garden in the 70s to the Beacon Theater in the, in the 2000s, so I don't feel ACDC has ever had a dip in their popularity or size. Are you, are you kidding? They're more popular now than they've ever been. And if you've heard the new uh, record, I mean, it sounds like ACDC, you know, but but it's also like, it, you know, they're not leaning too hard on it. They play a couple songs on it. You're like, oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. That sounds good. It sounds like what the Stones' last record should have sounded like. Yeah. You know, you know I, remember, <laughs> I remember once going to see Dio, uh, and he played the entire Magicka album in the middle of his set. You know, when you talk about bands not doing, uh, you know, new material. So, you know, some hits, some uh, Rainbow in the Dark, yeah. some, and then an entire album. Everyone went to drink to the yeah. bathroom, came back for the remainder of the yeah, some, some, band, some bands get away with that. I saw... Uh, uh, Rush still does that. They still play the whole a, new record. A Rush audience is a whole different thing. They probably beg for that. Yeah, well, so, that's a whole that's a whole different level of also, geekdom. Also, uh, Captain uh, Iron Kirk. Maiden. When I saw Iron Maiden <laughs> the last time, which was a long time ago, they came out and did the whole new record 
and people were really disappointed. <laughs> but but to their defense, they were great. They were great. And then their encore was all old classic Listen, songs. Well, you're, you're wearing a priest T-shirt, and I saw they did the entire Nostradamus set, I believe, a couple years ago. That's weird. Well, yeah. you know, off the, off the metal topic too. I went to see Bob Dylan last year, and he played enti- everything was from the last couple of years, largely his last record. You imagine if the Stones came out and played their new record? You know, yeah. I mean, people would not be happy. The ACDC set list is is just perfection. There are a couple of new songs. Obviously, it's a new tour. The songs sound exactly like ACDC songs. But by the end, once that bell comes out, you know, once that bell comes out, and then they end with Highway to Hell, and of course, those about to rock, they are not saving any pennies. They're not cutting corners on the pyrotechnics. And they play a whole lot of Rosie, yes? No? Oh, my God. And the Rosie doll just keeps getting bigger, and, 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 the, and the tits get bigger, and the Rosie gets bigger, and there's more ass shaking. It's just You try to dive into that, that blow-up Rosie <laughs> so, so, Susan, you just wrote a book called The ACDC FAQ. Yes, I have. It came out at the uh, on Angus's birthday, actually, on March thirty first. And what is the most frequently asked question about ACDC? Probably what what Angus is like in real life. I get a lot. Of, I get a lot of questions about that. So, what's Angus <laughs> like in real life? He's just so nice. I mean, he's you know, uh, as you were saying earlier, um, you you if you didn't know who he was. He could be, you know, shopping right next to you in a store somewhere, and you you wouldn't notice that this is one of the most famous people on the planet. Do you think he wears a shirt and, when he goes to the supermarket? You know, yeah, and they still act like, you know, they just played a gig. It's like no big deal. You know, yeah, we've been doing this for a long time, and, and then they uh, we talk about stuff. Like, they love to talk about Bon and the old days, and, you know, I haven't seen Angus since the Black Ice Tour, and one of the first things uh, he asked me about was my son, who he met on the Black Ice Tour, and uh, they're just a, the sweetest people in the world, absolutely. And, and some seriously hard-working motherfuckers, too. I mean, I, I just, just can't believe what they what they put out, and I mean, 55,000 people left just like, holy shit, that was the best rock and roll concert I ever saw in my life. Did you buy a t-shirt? I, 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 own, I own a classic. Be, I, I like the Beavis and butthead model, I call it. it. It doesn't have the name of a tour on it. It just says ACDC on it. So, yeah, yeah. Right, so what, I wear my colors right, proudly. Only one of us in this in this metal summit room is wearing the appropriate T-shirt, and it's not and me I'm, or and Mike. I'm, and I'm wearing the appropriate sneakers. Oh my god! I got uh, Sabbath sneakers. Sabbath, Sabbath. Paranoid sneakers. Uh, <laughs> should we ask about the underwear? Good, <laughs> but it's not so. It's not so metal. Okay, disappointing. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, so maybe you got an inside scoop on this for us, Susan. I heard um, after this massive stadium tour, they're going to come back and do arenas next year, maybe. I'm hoping so. Uh, you know, they go down under and uh, play Australia, New Zealand, take a holiday break, and I'm really hoping that uh, I don't have confirmation on any of this, but I'm really hoping that they're going to do a, another sweep through and hit some festivals in Europe next summer and then, you know, hopefully hit the cities that they didn't uh, come to this time around. Yeah, I just hope it's so funny. It was the first time, like I said, I've ever been to a stadium. Con- I don't know how I missed it. I didn't, you know, I saw the Stones at Madison Square Garden and not at JFK, not at a football stadium. So 20,000 seats seems, I mean, all the shows I've seen at the Stones and, you know, and, and you know, I'm old, so I saw Jethro Tull and David Bowie and, you know, and, and, and all this crap, but I've never been to the Meadowlands or anything like that. And it was a little weird for me, to be honest with you. I felt oddly detached from the band. I mean, ACDC has a formula that translates extremely well to a large crowd because, like I said, there are so few moving parts. They don't play too fast. You could clearly hear what everybody on stage is doing. You know, at, at, at all times, but I miss seeing it in a smaller room. When I say a smaller room, I mean yeah. a hockey rink. Well, you know- <laughs> no, well I, 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 my favorite video I used to have on VHS 
my friend Neil Wallerstein, who I grew up with, was who's now a lawyer, was the biggest ACDC fan, and he had he taped off. I think it was Channel Thirteen was playing late night. ACDC Rock Goes to College <laughs> and it was a live show at like some college in, in, in England and it was a tiny room the room was probably the size of like uh, the Black Bear Bar or, or, or that were Heritage Radio like, Station yeah, you know like, like, like probably 250 people and it's the great it's you know Bon Scott era it's the greatest concert I've ever seen in my life like uh, unbelievable and and, and bon, uh, Angus has the backpack on with the dry ice in it, and he gets on Bond's <laughs> shoulders, and they go through the crowd with the dry Aww. ice coming out of the coming out of the backpack, and it's unbelievable. Like I could watch that over and over but, again. But it's also, like, okay. like the ACDC videos of like uh, I think Donington, and then there's one at like uh, I don't know, River Rock, there's one in Brazil. I mean, and we're talking about like eighty thousand people in, the movie. in one yeah. massive swelling. Mo- it's it's the energy is absolutely fucking incredible. In, in these videos um, that they put out, the one um, and did in Madrid, Madrid in the uh, the Bull Plaza. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean, it's just absolutely you know unbelievable. And to think that you know they had once played CBGBs. Yeah. And, and none of us were <laughs> I there. Know. I know. You know, it's funny too is that when I first saw them in August of 1977, I still say they play the same show as as they did at Wrigley Field. They just didn't have all the toys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't really changed that much. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Susan Messino, who is the author of the new book, uh, the ACDC FAQ, and of course the biography of ACDC. And um, where can we find you, Susan? Just find you on Amazon. Buy these books because they're fucking great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm on Amazon and SusanMacino.com, and you can also find me on Facebook. All right. I can't wait. And I should also mention your other book, a little off topic, but a book that we worked on together about uh, three generations of Hank Williams. Oh, cool. Yes, Super absolutely. Nice. Family tradition. Family tradition, three generations of Hanks. When are we doing that radio show? Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're, you're, you're always invi- invi- invited, KT. So, well, you know what? We'll come back. We'll talk about it. We'll see if we can get Hank 3 on the radio. Who the fuck knows? Uh, maybe he'll come <laughs> around. He's a pretty regular guy. Right? Yeah. All right, yeah. Susan, we'll talk to you soon. We're going to take a break now. Um, you are listening to Arts and Seizures Live from Bushwick at Roberta's on the Heritage Radio Station. Please remember we are member supported. So if you dig what you're hearing and you're checking out our uh, super duper new website, which, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> Please click that button that says uh, don't, don't donate. <laughs> it's going it's, to it's, hell in a handbasket here. We're on the highway to hell over here on the Heritage no, no, Radio no, no. Station. All right. No, no. All right. All right. Let's just, okay, from the highway to hell to the road to perdition. Let's take a listen to Dean's band Cosmo Demonic, and we'll be right back on Arts and Seizures.
My name is Brandon Boy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Holy cow, we're back here on Arts and Seizures. And <laughs> it's, yeah. it's out of control here Woo. in the heavy metal clubhouse. We got Dean Rissler. That was... This is metal. This is metal. That was metal. This is metal. That was Cosmo Demonic. We just heard. And how much heavier could it be? None more. None, None more. I'm just yeah, gonna, that goes to eleven. I'm just gonna keep making it. What possesses you to make this music, Dean? Um, Satan. <laughs> yay! Yay! A nice Jewish boy the, like the you. Beast, you. The beast with many names. You know, a nice guy like you graduated with a degree in music. And oh, noticed, not a degree in music. You I have a degree in anthropology. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yes. Totally. <laughs> so you can explain metal to so, us. So, so, yeah. so you explain, <laughs> yes. I could sp- explain civilization to you. Civilization... As start when it stopped being nomadic when they when people figured out how to brew beer, and that's when they stopped. That's when they. That, that's it. that's the first stadium rock concert. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's how okay. This is another show. It. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm. We're looking at him with open mouths. <laughs> that need, open mouths that need beer. <laughs> in them. Okay. okay. Beer. Beer. Okay. Beer in the mouth. That, civilization ceased to be nomadic mm-hmm. when when we started brewing beer, which is yes. I, I believe the Egyptians were the first to brew beer. Is that um, true? Well, it was near Egypt. It was, uh, it was I think Egypt. it was Egypt Sumerians or so there needs to. Well, all right, all right. Have we have we enjoyed any of Iron Maiden's beer? They have the Trooper beer. You know, I got it. I got to tell you that the the, the 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 worst part of one of the worst parts of my life is that is that, is that I I am I am completely gluten free now because not not by choice. I I definitely have a wheat. You allergy. dig the gluten, but it doesn't dig oh you. Oh my god! There's pizza right in front of us. Pizza from Roberta's where we're. Uh, I know. <laughs> where I mean, we like, are. heavy metal and pizza, punk and rock and pizza. Listen, all, all, listen the, the, that's like the biggest, the biggest loss of to my life. But there's a lot of gluten free crusts and things it these sucks. days. It sucks. Aww. It sucks. So, not, not, so yeah, you have yeah. not tried. You ever, you ever tried there. drinking in O'Doul's? Yeah, yeah. How yeah, exactly, that work? Exactly. Yeah. Well, all oh, a virgin only Mary. In rehab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I'll, I'll say this: well, people, people are very mixed on that uh, Iron Maiden beer. Well, I, I had I'm, it at St. Vitus, and yeah. uh, I kept the, the can. The but can that's is about, cool. Yes, the can well, is cool. The can is cool. But there's a bunch of new metal beers, like 1349. That, that band has a beer really? out. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be great. And um, uh, I think there's a Mastodon beer. Okay. I think there's an ACDC beer. There is an I ACDC can't believe beer. ACDC has a license like and, every and, known and thing. Mo- Motorhead's coming out with a license. They already have a licensed wine. And, and, and a methadrine. <laughs> they're coming out with a. Didn't well, let me say something like forget so, white wine. I, I, they I, want I, white I, wine. I switched from speed to coke for health reasons. What was his line? <laughs> no, his line was he, he switched from whiskey to vodka. For he did. Reasons. He, he right. drinks vodka and OJ now for health reasons. Yes. Yeah. And how's that working for him? He listen. Uh, you know, he's, still he, he's the last guy standing. No one is harder. No right. one has done it more than. The, well, you know, that's me. what I'm wondering. So all these bands are retired. We're we're the first generation to see our our heroes retire. I mean, not that Motley no, Crue are heroes, but they're retiring. I think. I think, I think our generations before us have seen people retire. I, well, not, I mean, not rock and roll. Well, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I mean, listen, I'm, I know, I'm, I, I can't believe that heroes of mine, like I'm, I'm so not looking forward to when Chuck Berry, Little Richard. And Jerry Lee Lewis die. Right. I right. mean, I'm I'm going to be heartbroken. Uh, I, I mean, Chuck uh, Berry's the the best ever. Yeah, I, and it's like, it's like, it's like, 
this guy's he can't he's not going to live. Forever. Well, no one's going <laughs> to replace these people. But I mean, even besides that, the very first nascent generation of rock and roll. I mean, who's? I mean, there was nobody really replaced the Ramones. Don't tell me it was Green Day or Blink. No, this we or, wouldn't. We wouldn't know, presume I mean, to. And, you know, I mean, who's going to replace these people? Who's going to replace Black Sabbath? God, this is such a fast running show. I wanted to talk about Black Sabbath. They have Quick, announced. Two they minutes. Announced there. I just got tickets. I got tickets, I got tickets, tickets for the, too for, the for, for the very. Wait, intimate. but no Bill Ward, correct? Yes, yeah, no but Bill no Bill Ward. Um, Sucks. It sucks, but you know, Bill's not in the best of health. I and mean, if you watch him play over the last years, I mean, he's not, he may not be up to the gig. So all this scuttlebutt amongst fans about like they're not getting along and it's business. I don't know that he can play the set. I mean, and this is not impugning the man. I mean, he's he's he is a sixty plus, almost seventy year old guy trying to play a Black Sabbath set. Take a look at that video that's on YouTube live from Paris, nineteen seventy. He is bashing the living shit out of the drums. It is one of the greatest exhibitions. I, I own that of, on, on VHS. It is one of the it is one of the most greatest exhibitions of rock that's and roll drums. Right, my I've solution ever seen. would be. To have two drummers, have Bill up there doing what? Oh, he like the Grateful Dead, two drummers, or Skinner, or whoever. I saw, I, I saw, I no? saw um, Joe Walsh two days ago. Yeah, and had two drummers. That was really weird. Didn't need it, but it was still. It was Life's good. been good to him so yes, far. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of Iron, Iron Maiden and their beer, I love you. Just interviewed them recently, and I love that there's like this is the best record we've ever made. This is, this is I love <laughs> exactly. I mean, actually, the sit down with Bruce Dickinson was really amazing. He has a, a lot of philosophies about being a front man and and what his responsibility to the audience is and what they expect. It's very heady, very anthropological, yes. very well, psychological, and I just was not. Expecting that, you know that. But you know what? That is the most responsible attitude, and I think um, I think that's why ACDC is so great because they know their one great responsibility in life is to their fans. Yes. Okay, that's where it begins and ends. Which is Lemmy's reason for going on, and yes, it is. And, and that's it, right? I mean, I mean, that's where I grew up. I mean, you do it for the fans. Period. If they're not, if you ever play a gig and don't treat it like it's the last one, if you think there's something more important and the people who paid to see you come, then you need to get the fuck out of the business. I'll drink to that. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, but I, I also I also think there's I mean maybe yes, it's, maybe it's me getting getting old. Uh, it's, yes, Cosmo Demonic. I, 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 I think I think there's an expiration. <laughs> is that a date. Jewish name, Cosmo Demonic? Yes. <laughs> isn't Jewish. today a big holiday? Today is a big is holiday. Is there a Sukkot? Yes, on the drive here, there were many fur hats. Yeah, yeah, it's called Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyway, moving no, on. I think there's an expiration date. I think uh, uh, to me, the last good record. Motorhead made was another perfect day. After that, I'm going to say it right now. Phil Campbell is a violator, and he sucks. Filthy Phil. You know, wow. Phil Campbell hey, is awful. You know, my, my one, like, you know, I was reading Keith Richards' book. I mean, I read a lot of his rock bios, which I some sometimes edit. Um which is sort of how I keep the lights on over at Shea Sharkey. But um, like with, with, with Keith Richards' book, my biggest flaw with it, problem with it, was the 400 pages that were missing. Is like how those shitty records got made in the 80s and 90s and what the fuck they were oh, thinking. Yeah, like, like, I mean, they went out and were doing greatest hit stores, and for a while it was I still cocaine, viable. cocaine is but the like, answer to all that. What are you fucking thinking listen about? It, the it. who? It's hard? No, it's not. You know, it's like, why, what are they thinking when they're making these records? Well, a, pers- a personal joke between me and my friends is like when we talk about how Aerosmith died in that plane crash in 79 and oh. how they're the greatest band ever oh. and Steve Tyler right okay who's now who's now what, trying to relaunch at the age of 909 and a country music career right have you seen Steve Tyler lately right he looks like 
like a combination between like a ninety-year-old vagina and like <laughs> I haven't and, seen and, one, but and, maybe you have. And Johnny Depp, like in the very worst moments Ka- of Pirates of the Caribbean. You, you and you, I gotta say, Catherine saw. Uh, I love vaginas and I love pirates, but this is a bad mashup. It's not working. How does Joe Perry look? Joe Perry is a goddamn stud. Yes, yeah. yeah, yes, yes, he okay. is. Yeah. He he he, sm- he had the fag in his mouth. He just smoked. What was his name? Played. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> Rob Halford. Oh, I had to keep it metal. That's the first thing that yes. came to my mind. Is he is Rob the only out metal guy that's of any notoriety? Of any notoriety, yeah. maybe. I, there's got to be an entire gay metal subgenre, but that will be a topic for another time. Yay. Because as always, it has been the fastest half hour on the internet today. I can't believe Heavy Metal Clubhouse here. You guys are going to come back. We're going to do this again. Of course, we're not uh, going to no. leave. We're not no, going to leave. We're just going <laughs> to. We'll stay here till next time. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got we got Dean Rispler of uh, Cosmo Demonic. You guys playing? Can we go come see you? No, uh, do your thing. We're no. not playing at all. Okay, we're we're doing the classic uh, black metal thing where we we never play and we it's continue. Like, Writing and it takes like nine years. It's to like write that. A Chico, it's like that Chico Marx routine. It's exactly. like, what does it cost you to play? You know, well, it depends. You know, and, <laughs> but but to rehearse, it costs more. And what if you don't play? No, that gets into some money. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I wish I had the full stick with me. Um, but you're also playing so with Dictators, we. New York City, which are playing like all over the world. I'm very impressed. Yeah, we're touring. We're touring uh, Europe soon, and then we. Um and then we hit uh, Bowery Electric on New Year's Eve. Fantastic. Yay, I know where I we'll be, Mike. This version of the Dictators... <laughs> Somewhere else. This version of the Dictators <laughs> is... is, is, is yeah. Webster Hall. Webster Hall. Webster Hall to see Tiesto. I'll be at home caressing a bottle of Volume. That's great. And I'm thinking about you, Dean. Really? Will you be... I'll leave you to... i got to leave you to alone. Will you be masturbating? No. Absolutely. That's highly disappointing. All right, good. But check out Dean and the Dictators, who are absolutely fantastic. I mean, I mean, this version of the Dictators has been playing much more than the original version. I think played. You guys have been on the road constantly, and it is to say that you I, are convincing rock and roll I, back. I think the last band is an understatement. You guys I think, are kicking. I think ass. the last long uh, Dictators tour was the long one was with ACDC and Thin Lizzy. In 1970, I bow to you. Oh, I was before. I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> I bow I to that. And, and, and Catherine, of course, your book is louder than hell. Yes, which, it is which, louder which than kicks hell. Which kicks ass. It is a book that goes to eleven. You're working on a new book. Yes, I'm. I'm working with Mina Caputo uh, from Life of Agony. Some of you may know her as Keith Caputo, front front man, and now she is the most awesome woman in rock and roll and uh, we're working on her story all right well i can't wait everybody here is invited back thanks to everybody in Raiderland. thanks especially to liz in the booth uh we got the pizzas here Yay. we got some gluten-free salad for uh, for cosmo oh. demonicon we're gonna go out with uh a big heavy huge long oh baby cosmo Dem- sing, sing along this one's in b and drop in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the key of not more metal in the key of, <laughs> of dropping. Oh man, how much heavier could it be? We tuned down to X for this one. <laughs> and how much heavier could it be, Dean? The answer is none more heavy. None more heavy. Okay, none we'll see heavy. you guys next week on Arts and Seizures. Adios. Thank you.
for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.